Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You are listening to Welcome Home. On today's episode, we're talking spring cleaning, but don't worry, there's actually no cleaning involved. Instead, we're chatting about a few things we think have passed their prime and need to be kicked to the curb. Will you agree with us? Do you have a list of your own? And what are you just so over? Plus, Cracker Barrel, the Neiman Marcus of country cooking, and the truth about whether Graham is really over her obsession with Susie Orman, and a serious look at all things bacon. All that and more on this week's episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Kirsten. And welcome everyone to the Welcome Home Podcast. I feel so disoriented today because I'm taping in my playroom surrounded by pillows and beanbag chairs. You always change things up and yet no, I stick I to the... That's the problem. I'm rigid and unflexible and can't throw these massive curveballs at me. That is not true. I love today's episode. I'm very excited about it. Um, but I first we have... I don't understand what today's episode's about. Graham wouldn't even let me look at the notes because she wants to surprise me. So I'm flying blind. I love a curveball. And I'm, I think this was... This is... Let me just say Susie Orman's somehow involved. And uh, you don't even know how, but she is. Okay. So we have a sponsor today, though. We have Carbona. I think it's called Carbona. Carbona. You say Carbona. I say, okay. <laughs> I say Carbona. It is amazing. Okay, so here's the deal. Usually we get samples of a product mailed to us so we can try it before we commit to um, having them as a sponsor. When I heard about this, I absolutely freaked out because I didn't need any samples. I have this. It is seriously, I think I've actually talked about them on the show before. You guys, who would have thought that stain removers could make you so happy? But the reality is this is incredible. So have you ever heard of stain devils, Graham? You, they have them at grocery stores, but not all grocery stores, but they're those like little yellow bottles. And okay. they're amazing because there's a specific formula for different stains. So like one is like for chocolate. One is for like, well, they kind of are like, maybe they'll each do three things. So one will be like chocolate, blood, and lipstick. And one will be like... <laughs> red wine and berries one is like, manure and sludge like i'm just making that up but no, no I, I, there, there probably is one there's like grease and like oil it is amazing you guys you don't even understand these are specific stain removers for specific types of stains to clean your laundry let's be specific oh well obviously and it, i mean i literally you guys blood and red wine i mean these are things that that are you just throw your clothes away and you don't need to anymore um if you haven't tried carbona yet uh, I cannot recommend this product enough. Um, in, in addition to the laundry, they also have different products for carpets. They have different products for um, washing machines, all sorts of things. So you want to check out the whole line. I just know that the Stain Devils have been amazing for me. As I said, they are in some grocery stores, but they're not in all of them. So you can go on Carbana.com and use the code WELCOMEHOME for 20% off your order. Again, go to Carbana.com. And use the code Welcome Home for 20% off your order. You guys, I cannot recommend this product enough. C-A-R-B-O-N-A dot com. Yay. All right. You so, and thank you for all the clothes you've saved. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. So I, where did this come from? Where did today's episode come from? Let's just give a little outline. I was up late one night. I was reading the Washington Post and every Wait, Graham, year. Yeah. We have a, we have something to do. But oh, we have a friend. Before you get to your spring cleaning. Oh, we gotta get we gotta get high. High with Lizzie. <laughs> well, actually, I don't want to get high, Graham. But how do we deal with that awkwardly? Okay, this or is not really awkwardly. I have to say this is really exciting. So everyone knows we have a dear friendship that has evolved with our good friend Lizzie Post. Lizzie Post is of the Emily Post Institute and of the wonderful podcast called Awesome Etiquette. Right. And she has come out with a book. You're not going to believe this. This is like a microphone drop level crazy town. Um, Lizzie loves to smoke pot. <laughs> Lizzie loves to get high. She is amazing. And she has written a book on the etiquette of smoking pot, which I know like mind blown. Just take a minute, everyone to soak that Wait, in. It took us a while. Didn't, she didn't call it that though. She called it the higher etiquette word. Higher etiquette. No, oh yeah, higher etiquette is the name of the book, but what is the what is it called again now? I want to say Carvana, but I know that's not can, cannab cannabis. cannabis. 
Yeah, cannabis. I mean, she's she's very technical, but you. I think it might be the first and only book on manners for the new generation of smoking pot. I mean, it, it, it's a really, really neat book. We had the opportunity to check it out. But what we thought we would do was pose a question to Lizzie. And our question is well, this. Well, Lizzie, because let's also be very clear. This is this is something that is definitely, I think, changing in our culture as far as what people are comfortable with and not comfortable with. Um, and legally, it's changing as far as like some states, it's completely legal. Other states, it's like, I don't even know, like maybe, I don't, I don't, don't know, but it is not something that you and I are interested in. We've been really clear on the show that that's not our, it's not our thing. Um, but how but do we're interested have- in Lizzie. Yeah. And how do you navigate the world? And we're interested in the fact that right. like, we, you know, we don't always know what's hot and new and trendy. <laughs> so <laughs> Lizzie answered a question for us is, you know, what do you do if you're having a party and you're like, oh my gosh, you can't do that here. (laughs) Yeah. You're at one of your nerd herd parties, you know, that we're hosting. And it's like, this has happened to us. You know, this is actually a real life problem. Kirsten is like, people have brought drugs to our parties before and I'm assuming they have to yours as well. And um, yeah, we went to college together, Graham. Well, I'm talking about like my modern day parties. Like I think drugs are back, um, which is... (laughs) I don't know if they ever left, but nevertheless, Lizzie gracefully we just missed it. Then we missed it now. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the loop. Um, we're gonna turn it over to Lizzie, sweet, dear, wonderful, fabulous, amazing Lizzie Post to answer our questions in the most graceful way she knows. And I think you should really, if you're interested, check out this book. It's cool. It says like if you want to host a dinner party, how you do it properly. If you don't want people talking about pot around your children, I mean, it is a fascinating read. And I think once it um, really makes it to market, it's definitely gonna make a splash and be a sensation because I don't think there's anything like it out there. Oh, it's published. Yeah, 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 it's published. But I mean, I have a feeling people are going to pick up on this soon. Like what the Emily Post, you know, Institute is doing all this. I mean, I think it's kind of going to shake things up a little bit. Don't you? I do. I do. All right. And Lizzie calls us the home hour still because we think she's stoned. (laughs) (laughs) We're kidding. Welcome our bestie Lizzie Post. Hello, ladies of the home hour. I'm so glad to be back with you and really excited to be talking about this topic. And I'm really, really excited about your question because it can be really uncomfortable when someone does consume and you, quite frankly, have a boundary. You would prefer cannabis consumption to not happen on your property. How do you let them know this and let them know that they are welcome, but the cannabis would be best saved for another time. I think that's actually the starter to some of the language that I would use. So if a friend pulled me aside and said, hey, I brought a joint, can I smoke it in the backyard or should I invite other people to join? That's when I might say, you know, I'd really prefer it if we actually saved it for a different time. Or I'd feel more comfortable if you saved it for once you're back at home. And I think that being honest about the moment needs to happen, but giving the gentleness and having it be something that you're appreciating Appreciative someone asked. You're happy to say no, but have them stay and enjoy the evening. You don't have to go into it very deeply like, oh no, I'd prefer you not smoke the joint on the property, but I am really excited for you to participate in dessert. That's too much. That's too silly. That's too formal. But I think you can just simply say, oh, I'd prefer it if you saved it for once you're back at home, or I'd prefer if you saved it for not on on my property. It's not something I'm comfortable with yet. Might be a way to let people know that, you know, you're open, things are changing, but you're not there yet. If you don't want to be implying that it's a place you're going to get to, then I would avoid using the yet. It's just something we aren't comfortable with. It's perfectly fine to give an answer like that. I think that the way to close the conversation is by thanking someone for asking. Say, thank you so much for asking. I really do appreciate it. Closing on the thank you, I think, is the way to to move out of the conversation. Just simply saying thank you so much for asking, I think, allows it to not be something where you start to stutter over inviting them back into the party or how well they'll enjoy it at home or something like that. You can just say, thanks so much for asking. I really appreciate it. And then the conversation is over. You can go back to the party. And 
if you need to talk with someone afterwards about it and just let them know that you don't want to make them uncomfortable and you don't want to make them feel judged in any way, you're just simply trying to set your own boundary. I think that is a conversation that can happen among friends. I would set it for another time. I wouldn't try to have it right then and there in the moment. I hope that this helps. I'm really excited to share this book with you all. Whether you consume cannabis or not, I think it's really great to broaden our perspectives and start understanding some of the social scenarios that we end up in when legalization becomes a part of our state. So thanks so much for the opportunity. I hope you guys are having a great spring and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Okay, thank you. Lizzie, hope we've hope we've solved all those problems for everybody. Okay, moving on to today's topic that I don't understand. This is so fun. All right. So I was reading the Washington Post the other night and they had this, oh, well, <laughs> this is not exactly true. You know, I have lots of Google filters set up for whenever anything Susie Orman comes around. <laughs> <laughs> and ironically, um, I didn't even realize this, but every year the Washington Post does kind of a spring cleaning. They come up with, they've been doing this. This is their 11th annual spring article on what to toss, right? And it's not like, oh, throw out your old tissue boxes or, oh, you know, clean out your old baking soda. It's not like that. It's things that they think are no longer germane in today's world, right? Landlines. Right. Okay. So I'm going to, we're going to go through the list and the first thing. So they also, the other funny thing. Sorry, I don't even really still understand this topic, but I know landlines have to just go. Right. That's, but no, that, that counts. That's going to be on the list. So here's what we did. We're going to kind of go through the things that the article mentioned. So the other part of it was they, they had famous um, thought leaders talk about them. So the first thing to toss was. How do you get to be a famous thought leader? you're just an expert in your field. So for example, like Ron Reagan wrote one, Susie Orman wrote one. Um, let's see who else you might know. Taylor Lawrence did one. Um, so they, and they kind of went into more detail about Lawrence? these things. I don't know, but I think I've heard them. <laughs> Wait, you don't know? I don't know. I don't know all these people. Is it but a they boy were or very, girl? I don't know, Kirsten, but they're very insightful. Let's just get to the list. Stop peppering me with- Hold on, let me Google Taylor Lawrence real quick. Stop peppering me with your questions. Taylor Can we Swift? Did she have any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot to cover today. And <laughs> Can I just tell you, you guys, we've spent the morning looking at Graham's new fine art that she wants to buy. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Just because it's so dirty. <laughs> I like lots of different types of art. <laughs> Graham wants weird art. Um there's Dr. Lawrence, who served as president of the Raytheon Missile Systems business. No, not that guy. Taylor Lawrence, L-O-R-E-N-Z. Z? Yeah. Oh, L-A-R. L-O-R-E-N-Z. Oh, Lorenz. Lorenz. Taylor Lorenz. Oh, well, Taylor Lorenz. I totally know that person. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a weirdo. Okay, I want to get to my list because okay. I'm very excited about it. So these are the things. Oh, yeah, that... He's big on Twitter. Or she. Yeah, I mean, these are all, I'm sure these are all huge people. Okay. Oh, is she, yeah, she, he or she is a writer at The Atlantic. Yeah, these are big, big people, theoretically, that we don't know. But we're out of the loop a little bit. We know that. All right, the first thing that the Washington Post said to, to oh, toss. Oh, it's a girl. It's a girl. She's a journalist covering tech, internet, culture, influencers, memes, and social media. <gasps> so clearly she hasn't gotten around to us yet. What a cool job to cover memes. <laughs> Let me tell you what memes are super. I want to be a GIF maker. Are those the ones you can, when you're texting and you can put like a funny photo? Yeah. Yeah. I want to make GIFs. Oh yeah. Here she is talking at Harvard about memes. All right. So thought leaders came up with eight things to toss. I'm going to go the first one. So of course the first one flashed up was by Susie Orman. She says we should toss daily stock market updates. And I loved the rationale behind that because basically part of her little blurb that she wrote said that less than 50% of Americans actually own stock. And the ones that do own stock are, we're doing it for retirement purposes, right? So no yeah. one's really trading on a day-to-day -day basis. So the fact that whenever we turn on the news cycle, we're looking at this constant excessive like scroll and we become so used to it, or that the papers are, you know, showing the everyday minute up and down tick. She says that it's really bad for you know, for just kind like of psychologically, yeah, psychologically, and just kind of the long term ethos of let's 
hold things and let them grow over time. Like that's not what we're doing. So why are we showing the daily stock market ticker? Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. That's yeah. I mean, most things you're going to agree with. Oh, the funniest thing I'll tell you the most controversial of this list of eight was perfume. Apparently everyone thinks perfume should go away. And I love perfume. Wait, wait, I'm wait, such wait. Is this is this Taylor Lorenz again? What? No, this is Lindsay Kaufman Palin. I don't know who that is, but nevertheless. She really and, Sarah Palin? There were about a thousand comments because I scrolled through all the comments. Mm -hmm. Everyone hates perfume. <laughs> it was <laughs> I would have thought I don't know. I would have thought it would have been a more um, intellectual commentary, but everyone wants perfume to go away. Seriously? Yeah, they hate perfume. Who knew? Who knew? I love oh, it. Oh, that is. I don't have that, a problem with you know it. What? That is fascinating because I've yeah. never thought. In fact, I just like when I run out of perfume, it's like a it's a no brainer. Like, oh, guess what, guys? Mother's Day is coming up, and I'm out of perfume. But do you wear it every day? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I do too. And, well, here's the here's the one crazy thing. I don't. I can't smell it anymore. No, me neither. And then people will go by and they'll say, mm, "You smell good," and I I don't smell it. But I guess that's the way it's de designed. But what if we're blasting people out? Like people, I, well, here's I think, the deal. If I I think she listens to the show still. I know at one point she did. I think right. she still does. But if Stephanie is listening to the show, who yeah. was my roommate in in Florence, she um, wore a lot I, of perfume, but she always smelled great. I wear her perfume. I wear Coquelflor because Stephanie wore it and I always loved it. So that's, oh, that's my perfume. Yeah, they discontinued mine, but now I think it makes it even harder to find. So I like it even more. Okay, next on the list. But anyway, FYI, if you wear perfume, I would love to hear from it. listeners. Maybe we'll do like an, an, yeah. let's do an Instagram poll. Does anyone wear perfume? Or does everyone, like, well, do, do people hate perfume? Is this thing that we have missed? I think maybe it's the, it's like It's like pot, Graham. We just missed it. We just, <laughs> I don't know. What if we're the old ladies still like spritzing ourselves up? What if? I used to have one of those old spritzer ones and I, you know, the one with the little ball you could pump. Um, it's really cute. Yeah. Oh, those you were really fun. Line, though. I, I wish those would come back. Okay. Next on the list. I'm going to go from up to down. School okay. portraits. Like oh, basically school amen, pictures. Amen. 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 And team. Can I double down on that? I don't need another yeah. team photo. Oh, team My son pictures. plays football three different seasons a year. Like mm -hmm. I don't need. Mm -hmm. another picture of him going <laughs> well and also we have to come early for them and the other thing is can't we just but the, i guess the thing is there's always someone formally taking it can't we all just get together and snap a picture with our iphone every time that there's been like a, a we've been organized some parent will say like let's not do it let's all save our 25 dollars let's mm -hmm. not have to get here 15 minutes early mm -hmm. yeah I agree. Cohen actually I, came home with his school picture, his class picture the other day. It's so bad. I'm going to go to jail. So bad. I snapped a picture with my iPhone. That's also what I do when we go to Disney World, you know, and they get the pictures of you on the rides. <laughs> you can just oh, take wait, a picture. You take a picture of the picture? Yeah. Oh, no. There's a special place in hell, Graham. No, 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 no. Well, I don't print it out. I just file it from my memory. Oh, that's, that's like... Um... I know, because you're like deputy. I know, I know. Fine. I'll send them a check, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, let's just stop that. That's a bad business. Yeah. Okay. Um, exclamation points. They think that the, the world is overusing exclamation points. I disagree. Exclamation. <laughs> there are a lot. And I'll tell you, I think there's a man versus woman difference there. Because I notice guys don't really use them as much, but we use them a lot. Because uh, well, we're excited. And emojis. Uh, no, okay. because because as like has been proven over and over and over again, the worst way to communicate is through writing because you can't hear inflections and you can't hear any of those nonverbal things that are such a huge part of communication. And so that's sort of a way to make it sound like where were you isn't like where were you? It's where were you? You know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Especially like in the world of everything is a text. All right. So you're not feeling okay, exclamation points. Okay, how about this one? Bacon. Made it this morning. No, but bacon in everything. That's what oh. on Lou was saying, um, who wrote this, that basically we are putting bacon in way too many things. And bacon is so overpowering that it's like completely disgusting. Like not bacon here for Green Chef, because we will do many ads for Green Chef, but um I just made a Green Chef last night and you know, I was really thinking about how how culinary school is not a made-up thing like, how people, like right. it was really lovely to like oh I never would have put that seasoning with this you know and yeah I can see like oh people saying like well 
you know, bacon makes everything better. But I see that. I do see that. Yep. I get it. Okay. So she says basically, and I think this is cool. These days, there's a lot of bacon in a lot of places where there shouldn't be any. It's now common to see bacon soda, disgusting, bacon chips, gross, well, medium, bacon hot <laughs> sauce, <laughs> bacon mints. That's so disgusting. That's so yeah, disgusting. Yeah, the bacon ba- in- Bacon mayo, bacon vodka, and oh, wait, bacon, bacon mayo is, is, that might be a genius idea. Yeah, that's kind of genius. Yeah, bacon I, I, I think what I'm kind of sick of is like the bacon mixed with the sweet and like ever that being the thing. That's what I'm saying. She's saying it's too much or it's on too much. My son's gotten into the Elvis sandwich. Oh, right. What is that? The um, it's, peanut butter. It's peanut butter, fluff. banana, and bacon. And fluff, right? It's No, the, there's like multiple versions of it. Okay. He ate a lot of it, sandwiches. He, he yeah. Elvis and my son. <laughs> okay. So here's the next one. Taylor Lorenz, who we now all know. Thank you for that. Says, well, honestly, like I, I kind of have been looking at her website a little bit. She's really interesting. Can you focus? We're podcasting. Wait, wait, okay. Do you know oh, everyone is tagging Singapore on Instagram? Why? Because it helps their posts go viral. Like, yeah, that, Singapore is amazing. She's like the opposite of you, Graham. I know. She's really cool. Well, no, no, no. Except I am the only one here in this group who reads The Atlantic cover to cover. Like, Although, obviously, there's not- a magic number for Twitter followers. What? No. There is. Okay. 208. No. It's anyway, once you make $75,000 a year. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So what she's saying is like, there's like, you know how you say there's like these studies that show you need to make at least $75,000 a year Uh or you're stressed out about money. But once you make that, Mm -hmm. you don't need to make any more. It doesn't make you any happier. Right, right, right. Yeah. She says basically that's the deal with Twitter interesting like once you get over 208 followers two hundred eight thousand followers no like 208 like people just want to be heard so like who cares if you get if you have like you know the sweet spot is around 500 is basically what she's realizing so that's your that's your you know this is where you'll be that's your happy quotient oh, no never mind it's 3,000 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really reading the article right now, but I would look it up because it's interesting. (laughs) Well, Taylor is saying saying about whatever. She's basically saying that we're sending way too many email, that we send 269 billion emails a day in 2017. Okay. So that's per day. And they're saying, she's saying most of it is junk. Um, or t- Taylor's a girl, right? Yeah. Yeah, she is. Um, so she Can't stopped. Res- no, Graham, it's Taylor Lorenz. Okay. She stopped responding to email, which sounds ridiculous to me because I love email. Email is my to-do list. That's my, that's my to-do. Like if you text me, it doesn't go anywhere. It goes bye-bye. And like, that's actually true because Graham has sent me emails sometimes that were blank. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I would be like, what? I'm talking to our listeners. Um, and I would be like, wait, what, what is this supposed to be about? And she's like, oh, it's just, you know, part of my to-do list. So you really do use it. You use it as like a filing cabinet. Yeah, it's like a, it's my list. So anyway, apparently she doesn't like. But that's different than like, that's different. I I go what you're saying, like how, you know, to proceed on this website, enter your email. Like, do you want to save 20%? Enter email and then. Right, but she's saying responding to email. Her thing is don't respond to email. What she says is that you get these, okay, her, her theory is that there's so much email and it's so silly, but if someone, you know, if you do kind of a long chain to someone, what you should actually do is just pick up the phone, have a quick conversation and end it and cut it off. That we're spending all this time, like pressing reply, reply, or like forward to this person or, you know, Mm -hmm getting a little like thumbs up. You know what I hate now is when you send like a group text and you get like 25 thumbs up on something. Like we'll get something from our baseball coach that says baseball is canceled. And then you'll get 12 dings where people giving it all thumbs up. Like, oh, we've all now know, we've all registered that baseball's canceled. Right. And clearly no one likes baseball. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You know what? I was about to say that. And it's funny because I've even put on group text before, please don't reply all. Don't want to blow up everyone's phone. And everybody just replies all. <laughs> Nobody Okay, next one. Astrology. Apparently, astrology has become back in vogue. It's become in vogue again. And they're saying no. Yes, it's actually written by Ronald Reagan's son. Because I think what happened was after Reagan was shot, Nancy Reagan like turned to an astrologer, believe it or not. This was actually fascinating. I didn't know this. She hmm. turned to an astrologer. And the astrologer basically told her that there were kind of dangerous dates on the calendar. And what happened was potentially 
they changed around the presidential schedule based upon certain I've heard, uh, this is sounding really familiar, that she's so, like an astrologer, yep. Yeah, and he's saying astrology is enjoying a renaissance among millennials and Gen Xers. And it's kind of, and I love, this is the best part of it. It's it's only one sad example of our flabby-minded post-truth era, right? So basically the overarching theme that he's saying, and I do think this is well-written, is that we've gotten away from like true hard fact, right? Like the concept of people who are foregoing vaccinations. Um, we're just, we're trusting news from fake sources or like being hustled on social media. Basically he's, his premise is that we are getting a little bit flabby minded and that we need to bring back fact and rationality and that astrology is just one such area where I know. You know, no, it, it's me. Okay. This is very thought provoking. We're going to be really serious for a minute because, mm -hmm. because the, I think the thing about this era that we live in is, you know, everybody now has like an e-course or an e-book or I'm an expert and, you know, right, right. and it kind of, in some ways, it's the coolest thing in the world. Like no gatekeepers, you know, right. just this absolute freedom to, to create all this content and like, what's wow, mm -hmm. like this podcast. I mean, how ridiculous. Right. But like, um, you know, on the other hand, I do, it is kind of like just truth goes to the best marketer as opposed to like the actual truth. You know what I mean? Like the, the number of like, you know, uh -huh. yeah, just like, and I don't think it's like, to the exclusion of everything. Obviously faith plays a big role in people's lives. And I certainly wouldn't say that faith, I mean, faith in a way is, you know, just as silly as it, at its core to an extent, you know I mean? It's a belief in something you can't prove. Can't right. Prove. So at the same point in time, but I, it's a larger point. So, I mean, I, but I still see a great um, importance in having a, a faith, but at the same point in time, we're, he's saying astrology has been disproved. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's, there's nothing out there in the stars. He's saying that um, reasoning, and I like this, reasoning is a hallmark of our species, but we're forgetting how to do it. Magical thinking is a bad habit we need to break. I don't know 100% about that because I do think there's value in magical, whimsical thinking. But at the same point in time, we need to be grounded in reality. Are we gotten so serious? We got so serious. Well, I didn't know. I guess I didn't know astrology was making so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't know it was so hot. Um, that's basically the list for the most part. But I did. So then I thought, well, let me go see like what people are commenting on, what people think. Also okay, wait. So this is, what the, this is what the experts gave for their spring cleaning. That was the experts. Those from, so, as chosen by the Washington Post. Email, those were astrology, the, and perfume school perfume. portraits um and then there's also i didn't really quite understand this there's someone who doesn't like the phrase double down <laughs> <laughs> that was the other one <laughs> he's not a fan of the phrase double down i thought that was kind of weird um i think he's well i mean it's a little bit political but um oh actually don schlesinger is the one who wrote it he's a member of the blackjack hall of fame uh oh, cool he he says the phrase is from blackjack is applied to someone some it's someone compounding an already dubious remark suggestion or activity miring himself even more deeply in controversy so oh, i guess what he's so saying he's is like saying double down is like you're you're doing something bad like double, well no double down, down is like you're somebody sees you murdering them so you murder them too because they're the witness well double down also is like intractable right so you if you double down you're digging your heels in right and he i think he thinks politically that's not i mean there's a oh, this I is from the washington post right so obviously there's a political bend to this oh, fascinating okay right. wait so we're gonna get to our list now right but we have to take a quick little break for um our other sponsor Yes, Aura Frames. We have Aura back. And of course, I'm sure everyone is familiar with our wonderful Aura Frames. Okay, guys, if you are thinking that going to the store and printing out photos into photo books is something that you can also remove from your life, like astrology, <laughs> then we have the answer for you. Bacon. Uh, they're digital frames. They're not, they're stunningly sleek. They're gorgeous. They could, you could put them out in your living room. They've consistently been of one of Oprah's favorite things. They have ultra high definition display. You can put an unlimited amount of storage on there. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again, because that is so crucial. It's worth buying just for that. 
unlimited, like thousands, thousands. They will take as many pictures Millions. as you want to put on your frame. Um, they're really beautiful. It's a you great gift. School portraits or portraits of school portraits yeah. <laughs> or, or pictures you've snapped of your school portrait to upload onto your or frame. Um, we have a code. Use code welcome home for $50 off any frame. All you have to do is go to AuraFrames.com. So AuraFrames.com, use the code welcome home. And this is a really, really, really good gift for Father's Day um, or Mother's Day, which is right around the corner. So if you're listening, we think it's a great way to keep your family connected, especially if they're far away. You can easily send photos to any frame from anywhere in the world. So like I'll send, you know, my parents a picture. Um, yeah, on your phone, we- on my phone, it says like mom's phone or mom's aura frame, Kirsten's aura frame. So I can like upload a photo and then I'll send it over to her. So yeah. It's really literally cool. idiot proof and they're beautiful and they're gorgeous and you get $50 off. So yeah, and guys, they come already like just packaged so beautifully that you could go and order it on the website, have it shipped directly to a relative out of state or a friend out of state and it will show up so beautifully. You don't need to wrap it. It's, it's a wonderful gift. Um, and you can send it over preloaded with photos, which is amazing. So really fun. They'll enjoy it from the minute they open it up. Cool. All right. Thanks, from the Aura. comments, thank you, Aura. From the comments section, these are things that the American people do not want to see any more of. Okay. Asking the waiter to take your picture at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that's sort of part of the job? I don't know. I love asking people to take my picture. I don't know. Um, well, I don't even think that's like a cell phone thing. That's like remember going out in high school and being like, "Hey, can you take our photo?" Yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I'm just look. I'm just I'm just repeating the news. I'm not. These aren't my. These aren't my ideas. Um, okay, selfie sticks. If anyone who listens to us is is um, a server at a restaurant, I would love to know if you're like, oh no, totally, I hate that. That'd yeah, if that's annoying. Well, basically, the commentator was saying the they have better things to do, but I'm not really sure. I, and I, that's you know, true. Well, I get that if you're super busy and yeah, but come on. I don't know. Part okay, of the what job. You, are selfies over along with selfie sticks? <sighs> Um, my husband bought a selfie stick when we were, we took our family to London <laughs> and his sisters are like still making fun of him. They're like, did Clark Griswold get a selfie stick? <laughs> it wasn't very Clark Griswold. Okay. Um, yeah, you know what? Beautiful photos from it though. But yes, um, selfie sticks, it's embarrassing. It's kind of like traveling around with a fanny pack. Like I get why. <laughs> fanny packs are so bad, Kirsten. Are you kidding me? They are so back. Where's your dignity? They were, if you kept a, you kept your selfie stick in your fanny bag. Uh, okay. The penny, the Random penny. Summer plans. Yeah. The penny. See? Yes. I hate pennies. And they're, yeah. Honestly, sometimes even when I pick a lot of pennies out of my purse, that was a very alliterative <laughs> sentence. My hand feels very dirty. Well, I, I was, why are they the dirty? How, why are they the dirtiest piece of money? <laughs> That's my question. Because people are like throwing them out. They're like, oh, it's a penny. But no, but you ever realize like your pennies are grody? Is it because they're made out of copper and copper just gets a little dirty? I feel like my pennies always have dirt on them. I would love to see the penny go. I also enjoy the dollar coin. Oh, I wish they'd bring that back. And the $2 bill. Oh, I actually don't like the $2 bills. They stress me out. My dad gives my kids $2 bills every year for Christmas. And it's like, why do they stress you out? Just use them. Put them in circulation again. Because I feel like, oh gosh, like I'm going to waste a $2 bill on this. No, it's do like it. bucks. Here, I absolve you of your guilt. What you need to do is get them and throw them back out into the world. That's what I do. I love $2 bills. They're the perfect currency. Okay. I think we need to bring those back like immediately with a mass passion. Because the truth is, how perfect is it if you go out for valet now? you know, or you're just tipping someone like, yeah, you're you can't just $2. give dollars. They're you like, you can't give oh. a single dollar. You're tipping $2. Then you give them a cool bill. They feel excited. Like I, that's is- the thing is, I think it's, I think it's an excuse to be a bad tipper. Why? Cause it's like, Oh, I gave you $2. Bill. Isn't that exciting? It's like, no, I'm not eight years old. I would have preferred four bucks. Thanks. Who's tipping $4. What are you made of money? That's like four dollars. What kind of tips are you giving? $2 bill is like the perfect tip. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. High heels. High heels. Someone wants to do away with high heels. Who is this person? I don't know. They're so beautiful. Probably someone who's not 5'4". They're so painful. Um, You know what is funny? Like, remember how, like, all those years we tramps about in our high heels? And I remember, like, my my aunt always telling me, like, my great aunt, who's like my grandmother, always telling me, you're going to regret that. My grandma said it, too. She said, please stop. She would beg me to stop. I know. How badly do your feet hurt now? So bad. She was so right. <laughs> well, except for like, would you really do it again differently? 
Never. Nope. Never. Okay. Things that are curated. <laughs> I love <laughs> I like, I actually thought that was pretty spot on. Like, oh, this is like a curated selection of artisanal cheese. Yeah. Uh, this is the curated. <laughs> wait, wait. This curated is like our curated table of sweaters. <laughs> like curated means we just put the pick them out and put them there. <laughs> like everything has always been curated. Like, oh, this is like a curated brand of toothpaste. But no, no, no. Whitening toothpaste. Not a curated brand of toothpaste. It's a toothpaste of curated local ingredients. Yes. <laughs> curated ingredients. Yeah, I feel like also nothing is um nothing is homemade anymore. Like homemade sounds like a like a church um like, you know, bazaar or something, right. like a little bake sale, homemade. Like, oh, homemade is that like going to be like full of, you know, bacon or you know, Pills, Pillsbury. I think yeah. the Pillsbury doughboy when I think of homemade. homemade. Like, yeah, it's not going to be that great, but can I tell you what is better than homemade? What? handcrafted oh man we gotta stop handcrafting stuff <laughs> I totally agree. our curated collection of handcrafted oh, yes oh my gosh like if i've read it once i've read it a million times right and like there used to be like crafters like come on bring all the crafters oh, and now it's know, like artisans they're artisans you know okay okay sorry i'm really my brain's opening up now you know what i think needs to go have you ever driven by a bunch of housing communities and with like dumb old names like and I so Harrison and I now have this joke like so we were on this mailing list one point and they're always like they they're always just strange for example the cliffs at you know at glassy or the the peaks at Dover you know they always have some weird name and so we always drive past these places and we think like of just the dumb names that housing communities sometimes have. They definitely do. And there's a lot here that are so misplaced. Right. Like, like we're doing, there's a, there's a neighborhood right, right near my neighborhood. It's called um, Sherwood Heights. Mm-hmm. And the, um, and it's a lovely neighborhood, but it's very deserty. It's very like Arizona. Like it has beautiful views of these desert mountains and cactuses and everything. And the, um, the sign going in is written like Robin Hood style, like old English Sherwood Heights. And it's like, there's nothing old English about this, you know, very Arizona deserty neighborhood. It's the weirdest thing. And there's a couple neighborhoods like that in Phoenix, like that have very like British names and it's just all cactus. Right. Like I just feel like a marketer is trying to school me when I drive past one of those things. (laughs) Did you not see the cactuses when you were calling this like Canterbury forest? Like no. Uh, no it'll be like canterbury forest at the downs (laughs) drives me bananas uh all right so things that are curated handcrafted i think that's good is that all on the list is that all you have there no there were 800 comments but those are the ones i just kind of picked out now i came up with my own list okay let's hear wait no 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 here's just something random um that I love. This is something that I think we need to make more of. That okay. it's something that makes the world a better place that I can't get my head around. Cracker barrel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just need to share an experience. I have received better customer service from Cracker Barrel than I have sometimes at Neiman Marcus. Yesterday, I got some rocking chairs from there because they have the best rocking chairs in the world. But you want to get more rocking chairs? Oh, yeah. Rocking. We just need a lot of rocking chairs. <laughs> It was white glove service. And I now I know why those, you know, because you're always drive by and it's like 3.30 in the afternoon on a Tuesday. <laughs> and that place is gangbusters, like better than a casino. And you're like, who is eating country food um, at 3.30 in the afternoon? <laughs> Have you ever been in a Cracker Barrel without a weight? I mean, come on, come on. Like so- what? So I walk in and I'm like, what are you guys giving away? Like what kind of mumbo, like I can't get my head around Cracker Barrel and like America's obsession with it. But now I know it is logically defying how wonderful those places are. Gosh, Cracker Barrel warms my heart. I lived in like country towns for a long time and I would go in there to get my audiobooks because this is before Audible. Because you know, if you, if you nowadays, you really don't need this service, but in the general store, they had audiobooks and you could check them out. And then you could return them to any other Cracker Barrel. It was amazing. So I would just make my way through the country 
<laughs> oh, we all did. And that's, and you'd go Cracker Barrel to Cracker Barrel. And believe it or not, they actually still have that. Cause I spent a lot of time in there the other day negotiating. Because people that. like my mom who can't figure out how to like work the, the audiobook app on her phone. She'd just yeah. rather go and rent a CD from Cracker Barrel. And remember they give you a map so that you knew where your next Cracker Barrel was. And oh, there have been many that was times. like my main map that I kept in my car. <laughs> yeah, me too. And, and you'd, if you hadn't finished your audiobook, you'd sit in your car and wait for it to finish in the parking lot of Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Well, when Boots and I were dating, we lived eight hours away, so we would drive eight hours every weekend, and that's like two audiobooks. Oh, those were good times. Okay, this is just another thing that I can't get my head around. I don't know why. Can I just tell you, my first experience at a cracker bar was with you. And my first was in college too. I think, yeah, I think because yeah, we had never been to Cracker Barrel, or I had never been. They didn't, they didn't have them in Arizona till more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had never been, and. These guys just like, so pleasant. Yeah, a cracker barrel. So Graham and I went with our friends and <laughs> so fun. I mean, yeah, it was pretty good. Okay. This is what happens when you make me, let me make the list. It turns into like a Seinfeld. This is something I don't quite understand. Why, when we booked things like travel, like airline fare and hotel rooms, do you always have to pay for it when you book them online, but you never have to pay for your rental car? Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Like, when you make a reservation on Priceline or Hotwire or whatever it is, I feel like you have to actually pay in upfront. But yet when you're doing your rental car reservation, they never make you pay for it. You only pay when you actually go and pick up your car. Huh. Do you not I, know about yeah, that? I never rent cars. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like I rent cars a lot. I feel, no, I never rent cars. Okay. So you don't have it. That's not true. No, we just you. Uber everywhere. Okay. All right. Well, you want to hear my list of things we should get rid of? Yes guest rooms oh yes 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 i want to do this so badly i want to get rid of my guest room yes and maybe even dining rooms formal dining rooms i know it sounds bad for people who have an entertaining podcast but i think about per you know usage per wait wait wait. let's double down on this oh sorry sorry to the blackjack guy (laughs) i just doubled down you Um, say you doubled down exactly i know oh sorry i didn't do anything bad i hope but um yeah, no, you and I were talking about this yesterday, so we I feel like we've we've already talked about this, but our listeners were not on our phone conversation yesterday. Um, the reason why I want to get rid of guest rooms, it's probably pretty obvious, but it's because we just don't use them, and like we yeah, have for a, the two the, nights a year, however many or ten nights a year, let's say right. ten nights out of three sixty five, like do the math on that. I can make it into a game room or something useful, right? Because Graham was saying her guest room is in a perfect location to be a kids' playroom, and ours. My husband works a ton from home. I have you know just my normal all of like our bills and all that kind of stuff. Long story short, we we both need an office, and we don't have one. We have no office in our house and it would be just lovely to convert our guest room to an office and then put in either like a really nice, um, cause they sell nice high quality blow up mattresses that are like raised, you know, like there's some mm-hmm. really nice ones. So you're not going to like make it off of your guest, but, um, we could do that or, um, even like whatever happened to the pullout couch. They're terrible though. The problem is my, my parents don't want to come and sleep on a pullout couch. I know nobody does. That's nobody the problem. Does. But you know what? We had a rental house once that had a Murphy bed in it. Oh, those are cool. I say bring back the Murphy bed. You know what? The, go on go on um, Pinterest and look up, like you can have Murphy beds like custom done. Oh, they're stunning. No, I've been, lo- I have been looking into it. Trust me. Um, yeah. it's, on the, it's on the to-do list. Or the most, the nicest bathroom in our house is my daughter's. And like, I don't even like our guest bathroom. So when we have guests, we're like, use, you know, use her bathroom. So mm-hmm. the truth is we've already gotten them using my daughter's bathroom. Why can't they just... We just right. kick her out. Sleep and sleep in her bed. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or kick our kids out and let them sleep somewhere else. Right. Yeah. For the two nights we yeah. have guests. Let them sleep in a nice bed and yeah, just do it that way. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. with you. Guess I've had gotta such, go. I've had such success with this and I challenge our listeners, our friends to try this. And it might just be because I'm turning an old lady. Do you feel like these days? Okay. When you use the word these days, you sound like an old lady. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. But how about this? Do you remember when you were younger, mm-hmm. if your television broke or something, you'd go to some sort of repair shop where they brought it, where you could take your blender, your queezing art, I don't know what, your toaster oven. And there was some guy and he, or a woman, I don't even know. And they would tinker on it and they would fix it up for you. Like you could bring your radio, whatever. I feel like we just basically these days trash things. Like if my vacuum, so my vacuum cleaner broke the other day. 
and I'm having a real problem. Like it's a nice vacuum cleaner and I don't feel like buying a new one, but I call customer service and they basically said, oh yeah, we retired that model. So we're not even going to like troubleshoot it for you. We'll just give you a discount on a new one, which basically means throw it in the, in the garbage. I've had great success lately, especially talking to people saying, you know what? I'm tired of living in a disposable society. So that's something I think we need to ditch is living in a disposable society. Like Mm -hmm. I want to fix my vacuum cleaner. Mm -hmm. It's only eight years old. I don't want to throw it out. I mean, Mm -hmm. it would be lovely to get a new one, but I don't want to have to get a new one every eight years. I want someone to come to my house or know how to actually like repair. What kind of vacuum was it? It's a Dyson. It's a nice one. I got my Dyson fixed. I mean, well, my old Dyson, then I had to throw it out, <laughs> but right. I did get it fixed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, anyway, I think living in a, dis- but I found great success when talking to people at like 1-800 numbers, you know, the customer service lines. If you start lamenting a disposable society, they'll usually find a way to help you repair what you're trying to fix. You know, I, I think it is funny because we're all like so into being green now and yeah, you're right. We throw away so much stuff. Yeah. I mean, like. Things. I mean, I'm not talking about throwing away garbage. I'm talking about throwing away just. Yeah, no, like stuff. that's what I mean. Like, like a TV or you know, right, like, like, little, like put it in the trash. Like, why are we putting this stuff in the trash? Okay, I'm gonna start putting it in my guest room. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay. Um, plastic bags. Apparently, oh, oh, this was great. So yesterday, I was at the Apple Store trying to get my phone fixed, not buy a new one, trying to fix my phone, and I asked. The employees at Apple. Oh, P.S. You'd be really surprised how many Apple employees also have podcasts. Um, <laughs> I told him I was working on my list for my podcast, and he goes, "Oh yeah, some of my uh, some of my coworkers here have a podcast as well." Yeah, they're your people, Graham. They are. But then I thought to myself, "Well, what if we just went there and asked them for help when we get, you know, if we need help with stuff? I bet they'd know." Help? Like what kind of help? I don't know, like if we, you know, changing our category, you know, actual technical help, I bet they would, could help us. I thought to myself, well, why are we just figuring this out on all our own? Why couldn't we? I think maybe you should start a little community of, of like-minded podcasters in the greater Birmingham area. Local podcasters. Okay. Uh, hashtags. I think we're done with those maybe. No. You don't think so? No. I love hashtags. Well, the guy at the Apple store thinks they're done. Well. I'm not cool enough to work at an Apple store. Medical records. Wait, 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 but with hashtags, you know what I think is going to make everyone's list mm-hmm. because they want to sound like they believe this, but what? nobody really believes it. What? Um, emojis. You don't think, you, so you think emojis are done? I think people are like, oh, emojis, but it's like, happy face, happy face. <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I think in girl world communication, they get a little annoying that you have to add them in. You have to add them in. And like for no reason too. Like, are you going to soccer? Add soccer ball. You know, like just like. (laughs) (laughs) Or, oh, that's so funny. I'm crying laughing. (laughs) Not really crying laughing. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm almost done because this one seems mean. I feel like we've been mean. Okay, tell me, tell me. Our friends. Well, I mean, you know how everyone says they're blessed. Oh, hashtag blessed. I uh, like blessed. So annoying. Yeah. So annoying. <laughs> done. Done. I know. I can't. No, I, I, uh, I hate that. So. I hate that. You know what I'm so sick of? Uh-huh. Humility. Oh, you think just go on out and own it? No, like I don't like people posting pictures of themselves looking beautiful, pretending they look ugly. Oh, just woke up, just rolled out just of bed, haven't brushed my teeth. Yeah. My hair's a mess. And it's like, yeah. And you have a perfect body and flawless skin. Like, mm. like I, you know what I mean? Like, I can't stand, like, I can't, like, I'd rather have someone say like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I look so good than looking like, you know, like, like in like the 80s and all those makeover shows where like, Mm-hmm. They took off the glasses and it's like, oh my gosh, you're beautiful. And we all knew. We all knew. Like, <laughs> remember how it used to be on the sitcoms with um with the librarian? Like the librarian was always this homely character, and then she'd take down her hair and take off her glasses, and we're like, oh, the bombshell hidden beneath. And we really did not know. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? Wait, but we all knew. It- I don't know. I never we, we, You're like, how is everyone in this high school so dumb that they don't know that librarian's like a supermodel? Yeah, the supermodel because she's got her hair pulled back and she's wearing glasses. <laughs> and then she takes off her cardigan. You're like, oh, you're beautiful. Um, where did that come from? 
And then where well, this has been all over the board, so we'll wrap this operation up. But um, I don't think you're anything to the list. You added what? Do you want to add something? Okay. I think landlines. I said that a little bit, but I think landlines are so useless now. Okay. I still like mine. Still have it. Enjoy it. <laughs> um. I guess that's it. That's it. Okay. Here's something I love. Speaking of landlines, it doesn't get enough kudos. I love when you call and when it, like an 800 number or customer service and they have that new system where they say, if you'd like to hold your place in line and we'll call you back. That's not I, a new system. That's been well, I mean, it's been around for a while, but I mean, I think it's great. Rather than saying you're a caller number 72 in line and then you have to wait, you know, 59, yeah. your, your estimated wait time is two hours and 10 minutes. I love that they say, hey, we got this. Is this the right number to call you back on? Yeah, we'll call you back when you can speak to an actual person. It's as if someone's working for you quietly behind the scenes. <laughs> I love it. It gives me the greatest sense of peace. Okay, so do you remember, I remember like, I don't even, I don't even know how my, like we had her, but like um, we had like the, like the travel, like your family's travel agent, you know what I mean? And it was oh, like, yeah. And like to just even things like to go to college, like we had to like have that travel agent book, you know, book of a ticket for me to go to Roanoke because, you know, it was, you know, I mean, this was like real. I'm like, okay, she's really worried about you uh, because it's a really quick layover. Anyway, then came, you know, Kayak and Priceline and Travelocity and all these things. And then we didn't need them anymore. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like travel agents are so back. Yes. Back because, with like, a now there's, like, vengeance. there's so much noise where it's like, if I'm going to like get on a plane and pay all this money and go to this place, it's a once in a lifetime thing. Like, I don't know how to do it. Like, I want someone to tell me what to well, do. Well, and also it's become so automated that now the travel agents add the, all the special add-ons that you can't add on your own. So now I can actually book something online, which is fine. And I'll pay the same amount as if I just let my travel agent do it, but she can get me free breakfast and an even better room upgrade. So, that's and cool. so why would I not? Why would you not? Why would I not? Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's, you know, and there's no upcharge. We don't get charged to use them. So we just book through them and we basically get all the perks. Again, if anyone has a travel blogger that they like, we really would love to do a show on No, travel. I know how to find a travel blogger. Don't worry. I'm on this, Kirsten. Oh, all right. On that note. Just hang, no, out with, hang out with your new podcast, your friends at the Apple store. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was interesting, Graham. I like this topic. It's fun. And that was pretty fun. Um, if anyone has anything they need us to know, please email us. Hello at the welcome home podcast.com. Uh, hopefully you've been on the lookout for our Instagram poll on whether or not perfume is awesome. I, think it's, I can't imagine people don't like perfume, but people hate perfume. If you go to this Washington Post article, people hate perfume. That was a, that was a, that was the biggest surprise of the entire episode. Surprise. <laughs> okay. Okay. Welcome home.